Hey there everyone, I'm Patrick Ferguson from Skull Splitter Dice and in today's episode we're going to be talking about the Triton. At some point during one of your campaigns you may have had the desire to play a merfolk, planned out your character from the mysterious depths only to be stymied by the fundamental fact that they do not have any legs. Fear not though, because Tritons are the legally distinct merfolk that come with the all-important limbs needed for day-to-day -day adventuring. They come packed with all the deep sea lore and flavor you'd want out of a merfolk character with the added advantage of actually being able to play them. And that's exactly what this episode is diving into today. Unlike merfolk, Tritons are not from the material plane. They were originally denizens of the Plane of Water where they battled Krakens and Seahuasian and other dark horrors of the deep. In the distant past, many of those horrors snuck into the material plane through deep sea portals. The noble Tritons traveled through to our world and built their deep cities at these portals, defending them against any threats that would invade our world. All of this sounds very selfless and noble because it was, but this has also gone to their heads over time. Tritons tend to be very entitled. They believe that they are protectors of the sea and deserve respect. While this haughty attitude is somewhat justified, it can still be unbearably annoying. Tritons usually spend their lives deep in the ocean and rarely understand the complex cultures or politics they encounter on the surface. This can range from laughable misunderstandings to belittlement of what they would call barbaric surface customs. Even if they're often self-absorbed, they can still be selfless. Tritons will fight and die for others without hesitation. Most Tritons feel a sort of ancestral guilt for allowing Krakens and other dangerous creatures to escape into the material plane, and they feel like it's their debt to repay. At their best, Tritons are heroes, champions of righteousness and selfless slayers of evil. At their worst, Tritons are arrogant blowhards who constantly underestimate both their friends and, perhaps more importantly, their enemies. It's pretty hard to miss a Triton when you see one. They have blue or silvery blue skin and tend to have deep blue or bluish green hair. They usually have fins and crests along their arms, legs, and sometimes their heads. And you've basically got free reign in terms of design on how those fins look. They're typically dressed in light clothing or some sort of armor made for the ease of movement from the oceanic materials. If you've seen it in a mermaid illustration, you can probably make it work here. Mythic Odysseys of Theros gave us a somewhat different take on the Tritons. Though their stats are mostly the same, their lore and culture is quite different. The only stat that changes is their alignment. Theros Tritons don't have any of this plane of water guardian nonsense to worry about, and they don't have a haughty nobility about them either. Tritons on Theros tend towards a neutral alignment rather than a lawful one. The duty to protect is replaced with curiosity and tension. Tritons on Theros are genuinely curious about life above the waters, and the many surface world wonders often tempt them onto dry land. They often become particularly interested in specific fields of study as well, and explore the surface with a scientific vigor. They also feel a certain ownership over the ocean, and this makes complete sense, and many Tritons see human fishing and travel as an intrusion into their territory. Conflict between the Tritons and the surface dwellers flare up every now and again, though not all Tritons share this animosity. Finally, the Tritons of Theros go much harder on the whole fins and crests than Forgotten Realm Tritons. You have much more free reign to get more ridiculous with your fin designs in this regard. They're also far more colorful and often accent the normal Triton blues with bright patterns of yellowish greens, reds, and purples. Most Triton names have two or three syllables. 
Male names typically end with a vowel and the letter S, and female names traditionally end with an N. Tritons use their home protectorate as a surname, with the name formed by adding a vowel followed by a TH to the end of the protectorate's name. We will throw some examples on screen. I know that this is a little bit more specific than most race naming customs. Your strength, constitution, and charisma scores each increase by one. Triple point splits like this are rare, and they provide a lot of flexibility. Clerics and paladins easily make the most use out of these stats, but since constitution is useful for literally any class, you can easily swing a triton into a martial class or charisma casting class. Tritons will reach maturity around age 15 and can live up to 200 years old. This typically means you won't be old enough to know about any ancient events, but it's still something worth playing around with for the sake of building your character. As for alignment, Tritons tend toward lawful good. As guardians of the darkest reaches of the sea, their culture pushes them toward order and benevolence. Tritons are actually slightly shorter than humans, averaging around 5 feet tall. Surprisingly short, but otherwise an unremarkable medium size. They have a base walking speed of 30 feet, and they also have a swimming speed of 30 feet. This makes you extremely mobile around water. Try to take advantage of this whenever the opportunity presents itself, as you can easily outpace most other humanoids on the surface. Tritons are also amphibious, meaning that they can breathe air and water, and this is probably the most situationally powerful ability here. Water breathing in some campaigns is completely meaningless, and it can be a game-breaking mechanic in others. It's a lot like flying in that way. If the DM is using a big body of water as a roadblock, you'll likely be able to bypass it. Tritons can also control air and water. You can cast Fog Cloud with this trait. Starting at third level, you can cast Gust of Wind with it. And starting at fifth level, you can also cast Wall of Water with it. Free spells are always nice, and the spells found here all fill utility niches that can be the perfect tools for a creative caster. Think of Fog Cloud as a pocket cover to use when you're pinned down by long-ranged enemies. Gust of Wind is a bit meh when trying to push enemies back with it, but it is a perfect counter to, oddly enough, Fog Cloud and other vapor-based threats that you can simply blow away. Also, remember that you can put out lights with it. With a quick gust of wind, you can often blind your enemies as well. Finally, the capstone spell, Wall of Water, doesn't seem great on paper, but has some really sneaky applications beyond blocking ranged attacks. You can effectively fill a narrow corridor with water using this ability, creating a tar pit area of difficult terrain. And while I can't confirm that you can do this without consulting your DM first, you should be able to create your wall and then swim directly up it using your natural swim speed, providing an instant 20-foot ladder for yourself. Tritons are also emissaries of the sea, meaning that aquatic beasts have an extraordinary affinity for your people. You can communicate simple ideas with beasts that can breathe water. They can understand your words, though you have no special ability to understand them in return. This is another super situational ability, but if you're about to be eaten by sharks or something like that, uh, yeah, this could be a great thing to have in your back pocket. Tritons are also guardians of the depths, meaning that they have adapted to the frigid ocean climate and have resistance to cold damage. It's very simple, but still one of their strongest abilities. Blanket resistance to a reasonably common damage type can really save you in a pinch. And finally, the languages that you can speak, read, and write in are common and primordial. Primordial is a powerful and tricky language because it's actually the four elemental languages wrapped up into one. You may need to make the checks at disadvantage due to dialect differences, but the next time that you run into any sort of elemental, there's a good chance you'll be able to communicate with them. Give it a shot. 
Most DMs won't expect you to be able to speak to a fire elemental, but you may just be able to sideswipe some encounters with this ability. As I always say on this show, there is no wrong way to build the character that you yourself want to play, but if the character that you want to play is something like Aquaman, might I recommend Paladin. Literally any Paladin. Normally I'd recommend a specific oath that synergizes well, but quite frankly any Paladin oath will work perfectly with Triton's stats and abilities. Paladins need high strength, constitution, and charisma, which the Triton provides. Paladins in general often lack utility casting as well, and the Triton racial spells can really come in handy as freebies. And then we have the Trumpet Fish. The spread of ability score increases is very hard to come by, and it's exactly what bards from the College of Blades are looking for. The College of Blades is normally pretty difficult to run since it tries to spread out over so many ability scores, but Tritons fill in these gaps for you absolutely perfectly and give you an opportunity for 16s in Strength, Charisma, and Constitution all at level 1. So if you're looking for peak optimization, this is probably the way to go. There's a certain hesitation for D&D groups to actually have a campaign that's water-centric, whether that be one that's near an ocean, on a ship, or actually in the ocean itself, and as a result, we don't really get many characters that can fill that space in a very meaningful way. I think the Triton is perfect for this not only from a cultural perspective, but their stats allow for versatile builds, and new players and old players alike can actually have something to look forward to. They won't be pigeonholed into a certain role just because they're playing the water campaign this time. Thank you guys so much for watching, I really appreciate it. Be sure to like and subscribe because we put out new content like this every week, and if you're creating a Triton character that you're proud of, I would love to hear about it down in the comments. Thanks again for watching. My name's Patrick Ferguson from Skull Splitter Dice, and until next time, farewell. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe so you never miss out.